our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, I'm Sarah. When people asked me and my husband, Matthew, about our birth plans, our answer was simple. We're doing it at home. So this is a podcast all about our home birth journey. Hey everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah, and here with me is my awesome husband, Matthew, who I've been going on a lot of dates with recently, and we've been having this really fun opportunity to be connected and goofy and even learn more about each other, learn new things about each other. And for instance, one thing I learned is that you still have some college dude moments where you'll eat Chinese food for breakfast (laughs) when we go on a date the night before and we have delicious Chinese food, you'll just heat it up first thing in the morning and eat it. That was something I didn't know about you. (laughs) But you know what? At least I heat it up because I know some folks who will eat it cold. Okay. Cold Chinese food or cold pizza or cold leftover spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You're, you do one of those, I don't like you? I like cold leftover spaghetti and yeah. pizza. That's, that's <laughs> disgusting. But, okay, so yeah. <laughs> going back, going on a lot of dates, and that's really due to taking advantage of this time that we have right now. And by that specifically, I mean these last remaining days, potentially this this stage of pregnancy. Um, Call it the in-between stage, if you will. And that's really what we're talking about today is this in-between stage as pregnancy kind of comes to a close or seemingly does before going into birthing time. And uh, as we record this, we're 40 plus uh, weeks pregnant. We're actually three days past our guess date. I use air quotes around that. The due and, date is what it's normally right, called. Guess but date. We've been doing Hypno Baby, and one of the awesome things that Hypno Baby and Hypno Birthing does is it has you recontextualize diff- uh, specific terms and phrases that um, you know might be creating a, re- a reality in your head. So, for example, due date. If if we were if we had set our basically our, our hopes on baby Maya coming on our due date, then we might be devastated that she didn't. Right. So that's why we call it a guest date. And our original guest date was the Septem- 7th of September, mm-hmm. which was yesterday. yesterday. And then the adjusted guest date was the 5th of, sep- of September. Which Labor was Day. One, which was Labor Day, yeah. <laughs> so what we're talking about today is really this incredibly interesting, sometimes frustrating, um, awesome period where you are so close to the birth of your child and you're waiting, essentially. You're waiting and the universe is giving you an amazing opportunity to be patient and to just trust the process. But I've said this to so many people many different times and we might, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but this waiting period is is both amazing and excruciating it's like it's amazing because you and i have this opportunity to connect right and to just be extraordinarily present and to love on one another and to 
Just be in this place where it's just you and I. Right. Like, for example, the things we've been doing, we've been going on dates. We've yeah. been sleeping in. We've been having a lot of sex. We've worked on new projects or, mm-hmm. you know, taken time to create new things for our business. Watched movies. We've mm-hmm. got, gotten into new TV shows. We've been really into the BBC series Sherlock lately. And so we've been enjoying that time together. And it's been wonderful. At the same time, I'm feeling incredibly, like, just anxious for baby Maya to get here. You know, whenever there's a kick in your belly or whenever you feel something, I'm like, oh, is this it? Right. And, and you know, you've said it a couple times, but each day I'm wondering, is this the, you know, the last date that we're going to go on? Is this the last morning meeting we're going to have before Maya gets here? And right. so it's this really interesting period where I want two things to happen simultaneously. I want to be present. I want to enjoy every single moment with you. I want to go on these dates. I just want to be, I want it to be you and I. At the very same time, I want Maya to be here and I want our whole world to be turned upside down and I want mm-hmm. to experience all the love and joy that I know she's going to deliver. And it's just, it's just the really freaking weird space to be in. And I've, n- I, 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 I've never experienced anything like this place. And I, like I said, I've, I've, talked about it with a lot of people and they say hey how are you oh i'm in this really weird space right and so that's the best way i can describe it yeah it's almost like my stomach just growled really loud by the way i don't or know if you can hear that probably, probably got it on but, the mic uh it's almost like when you're really little and you're waiting for Christmas and you don't have the proper concept of time down yet. <laughs> and so Christmas, on one hand, could seem like it's a million years away, but it could also be coming tomorrow. Yeah. So you just keep asking when it is and you're you're told kind of when it is, but that still doesn't mean anything in, yeah. in your understanding of it. So that's the only thing I can really think of. But I appreciate at least being able to articulate these feelings we're having around it because... I wasn't quite sure what it was. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I came across an article that actually prompted us to want to do this this topic. And the article came from a Facebook group that I'm a part of through our midwife mm-hmm. practice. Um, you know, it's a it's a group where women can share ideas and articles and things like that. And this one was from mothering.com. And it's an older article. It's from 2012. And it's written by a, you know, certified midwife. Her name is Jana and I'll probably butcher this last name, but I'm thinking it's Studelska. Studelska is what That's it looks like. That's my guest, so Jana Studelska. What's up, Jana? And it really captures this energy, this feeling around this time period. Um, and I was really inspired by it. And, you know, there were a few quotes from it. If, if you're cool with that, jumping into that. Yeah. Sharing some, we'll, you know. we'll put a link to the article in the show notes so you yeah. can check it out. I mean, I would read the whole article, but there's just a few sentences here that I felt really captured the sentiment when I was reading it, I was like, oh, yes. Uh, It says, what we don't have is reverence or relevance or even a working understanding of the vulnerability and openness a woman experiences at this time. Our language and culture fails us. This surely explains why many women find this time so complicated and tricky. 
But whether we recognize it or not, these last days of pregnancy are a distinct biologic and psychological event, essentially to the birth of a mother. Mm. And so I'm pretty sure how I'm interpreting it is what she means there, but a baby isn't just being birthed. A mother's being birthed. Yeah, I love the last... And a father's being birthed. And this new element to a family and a community is being birthed. Like So much is Mm -hmm. coming into the space and into the world. And when you're waiting on that to happen, it's kind of like... Yeah. Ah! (laughs) Well, the, the... The line from the article that I loved is, uh, we are not a culture that waits for anything, nor are we believers in normal birth. Waiting for a baby can feel like insanity. (laughs) And like that for me captured the feeling. It's like this, it feels like insanity. Like you're going insane waiting. And, you know, I love the the last line in the quote that you read, um, essential for the birth of a mother. Because that's, you're right, that's really what's happening. Like, you know, this is our first baby. And so who knows if it's different for baby number two, three, four plus. <laughs> but for the for the first one, it's like you are a, you're being born into, into being a mom in this way. Because I personally feel you became a mother the moment that, you know, sperm got into egg. Sure. Like that's the moment when you became a mother because... You now were were then nurturing and caring for and holding and and just loving on this little creature inside of you. Sure, it's just the next evolution, the exactly. Next stage, yeah, yeah. And you know, she goes on to to talk about how it's more than biology and physiology; it's a spiritual event. This mm-hmm. time frame too, and it's really this this thin membrane, as she calls it, between the here and the there. You know, this thin veil, if you will, in between these two worlds. I mean, especially for baby. I mean, when you think about it, it's like circle of life type of stuff. Yeah. Pretty much now and when you're and coming towards the end of your life and you're about to transition on into whatever next phase, like it's the thinnest, you know, yeah. time in between two like worlds, basically. Um, you know what's kind of cool about when you say that thin membrane? I have been feeling lately like as Maya is moving and kicking and I can see her through your belly and I can put my hand mm. on your belly and feel her. I'm like, I could almost like squish my hands into your belly to wrap my fingers around her hand or her yeah. foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's so funny, like, you know, the, the author was so poetic in her, in her article to, to use the phrase thin membrane. But I'm thinking about it literally like your skin yeah. is a thin Looks membrane like between my between my as I'm touching your belly right now between my fingers and my baby sure and it's just uh and she's like right there she's right there yet we have no idea mm-hmm. when she's going to decide that it's her it's yeah. time for her birthday and there's, that's a it's a wild feeling there's a physical thinning process as well during birthing time the cervix becomes effaced and what that is is the thinning of that membrane so Mm -hmm. that it can dilate so everything is is thinning um i want to move on to what observations that you've had um they could be on any end of the spectrum but have added to your feeling of potential anxiety or peace and presence or excited excitement you know what are some of the things for you that have been around that I think one of the most simple things that has contributed is the fact that we are physically prepared. Hmm. You know, like the house is ready. Maya's nursery is ready. 
we have all the equipment for the home birth it's all been tested like everything about it is ready to go and while we were preparing all those things like while i was putting together furniture for the nursery and we were buying stuff on amazon and we were testing out the inflatable pool like there was stuff to do right but now there's no more there's there's nothing left to do you know and i remember hearing about parents as they were in this phase like everything is complete and so they might start washing the baby's clothes like every day right you know just like what take the clothes out of the drawer throw them in the washing machine wash them dry them fold them again and and i get it you know like i get it because it's just something to do because now you're just waiting that's a big thing for me Um, another thing has been another thing that's contributed to my feelings and sort of like the insane space that we're in is like getting all the the love and attention and questions and comments from people Mm. and it's from family it's from friends it's from loved ones and it's from strangers and i know that they are everything is coming from a place of love and genuine excitement for us and 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 really just excitement because they want to meet maya as well and and their lives are going to change but sometimes when we walk into like the gym and we get eight people asking us is maya here yet or oh i would i thought maya would have been here by now like there's sometimes i just want to be like fucking shut up like <laughs> we're going to tell you you know like do you think you're the first person today who's asked that question or when we go to the grocery store and some and the, the clerk makes a comment i'm like i i know it's coming from a place of mm-hmm. like they see a beautiful pregnant woman with with her husband and they probably can see the excitement on her face and they just want to be a part of that but at times when my when my energy is low or my patience for that stuff is thin like I don't have much to give back to them and that can at times just add to the insanity of this of this time frame so those two things are the biggest for me but what about you sure I, I totally agree with the the people's comments you know we we've talked about this the past couple of days especially as it's ramped up the text messages the calls like is she here yet or has this happened and similar to what you said you know Yep, she came and, you know, she's already talking and we've just decided to not tell anyone. She started walking already and uh, you just weren't informed. But, uh, and it really just depends on when they get you, you know, like what what you just said, like how your energy is doing, Mm -hmm. what kind of space you're in. You know, if I'm in the grocery store and I'm trying to just get three things and get out of there, you know, maybe I don't necessarily want to be stopped or have someone comment, you know, oh, you're about to pop. Thank you. Your mastery of the obvious is astounding. Um, So yeah, other comments, but we had a really great talk about it the other day in which we were reframing that because we realized feeling frustrated about other people's feelings was not benefiting us. I mean, it doesn't Mm -hmm. serve us to be impacted by what other people are saying or doing. So we were able to reframe that into this baby has so many people excited to see her and to love her and to have her enter yeah. this world. And, and a lot of grateful people, for that. a lot of people don't have that. And yep. to just find the gratitude in it and then just sit in it and bask in it. So that's been helpful for me when, yes, similar to you, that experience has kind of thrown me at different moments. Uh, also just uh, coming into this interesting stage of feeling very emotionally vulnerable, I've heard, you know, it's, it's a part of pregnancy in general, but then especially this stage, you know, 
I, of course, am excited and want her to come as well. Yeah. So, you know, I was sharing with you the other day, I, I feel like sometimes when people are expressing their, albeit excited, but kind of impatience, I have a possibility there to create uh, some pressure on myself or like yeah. this performance anxiety that I'm not doing something that should, quote, or should not, quote, be happening. But when you shared that the other day, it sounded like you were, you were taking it personally and you were you were holding yourself responsible for the fact that Maya wanted to hang out with you a little bit longer. Like, that's what I heard. You were saying, it's because of me. It's because of what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, what I'm thinking about, what I'm not thinking about, who I'm being, the way I'm acting, all of that. All of those are reasons why, you know, Maya is going beyond her guest date. Mm -hmm. And so you were really putting it on your shoulders. And, Mm I was I was seeing the impact of that. Yep, yep, been internalizing that, but but what helps me shake it and what helps me kind of stay at peace and and come back to this what you've mentioned earlier, you know, multiple descriptions to this time frame, one of it is like beautiful, magnificent and mm-hmm. you know, crazy awesome is going back to that gratitude and finding opportunities to be present. So whether that's doing my hypno babies um uh, hypnosis meditation or taking a nap or going for a walk with you and the dogs i mean those are all really great opportunities to kind of come back to center and one thing you mentioned the other day that really helped me too you're like it's just a guest state it really is it's just and so kind of losing the attachment to what day it will happen yeah because i mean you know when when we first went in and the doctor confirmed we were pregnant they created the guest date and that appointment and it was based off of when your last cycle your cycle Mm -hmm. and and you know and and we we were doing a great job of keeping track of everything on a phone but we don't know when the egg detached or when the sperm fused with like we don't know any of that stuff and so and neither the doctors and so that's why it's a guest date and yeah that was that for me has probably been one of the biggest things to help me achieve my peace mm. in this in this process because I was not attached to their dates because from day one they kept changing right yeah. it was September 7th <laughs> and then it was the 6th and then one doctor was like okay we'll just go ahead and make it the 5th I'm like we'll make up your damn mind and so that right there told me okay this is their best guess mm-hmm. and everything that we've been told and learned from that point told us that Maya can come a few weeks early or a few weeks after that. Right. So it's like, okay, she's going to be here before October starts. So <laughs> I'm just going to hang in there and just be like, all right, we'll see you. In, we'll see you sometime soon, Maya. So mm-hmm. that's been the best uh, for me in terms of being at peace with her going beyond the guest date. True. And one more thing I have to mention that brings me peace and uh, another level of excitement and just joy really is we don't gotta go rush off to a hospital we're gonna be right here in chilling in this room so when things get rolling like it's gonna be our process it's gonna be our experience our vision you know we're gonna be in our own space i get to eat my own food drink water and so that helps assuage part of the the in-between blues i guess if you will i think it would be different if i was in this in-between stage and wondering, and then also kind of having this fear in my mind that there's a doctor waiting to induce me. 
you know, mm. at the hospital or that when it does start rolling, like we got to go there. And, and so, yeah, it kind of plays into like that frantic. Oh, shit. She's here. The water broke. Right. This and that. Get everything like that's right. what you know, that's the what, bags. You know, yeah, yeah, it's like what you see in movies and stuff. And I, I totally get that. And, and because we chose home birth, you know, when we first when, when the early labor signs are there, I mean, we're probably going to go for a walk with yep. the dogs. Mm-hmm probably going to come home and you're going to eat a nice meal mm-hmm. and we might watch some harry potter mm-hmm. and we you know we, we just hang out and, and enjoy the time and depending on the time of day maybe it's night maybe you go back to sleep yeah. and so i know that wasn't the case for for my mom when mm-hmm. she had the three you know her three kids it was like something happened oh damn get to the hospital now and right. it's like give me the drugs hit me with this and that and so um you're absolutely right when you choose home birth you uh, you are also choosing, I think, to have uh, you know an experience that's really um, more within your control and by your design. Hmm. Hmm. Anything anything else you want to share about this meantime in between time as we wrap up? I just think it's it's worth commenting more about just how interesting of a time it is. Hmm. Um, you know because. We've been going through this for nine months and ten, ten months, <laughs> ten months, yeah. And people have been preparing us for so many things. Yeah. And friends and family have been telling me. I mean, I don't know how many times I've heard, "Oh, well, you say goodbye to your sleep and this and like all sorts of of stuff." I do not remember anyone telling me about this period that we're in right now. Me neither. I no one really describes. Oh, like that week or so, that weird kind of foggy space. Like that's you know, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, I don't remember anyone. No one has about said it. it, and like, it's impacted my work. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now we have you know this show. We've got our business. I've got my other podcast. We've got projects that we're both working on together, and all of those things have been absolutely impacted by this interesting space that we're in waiting for Maya and 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 even you know right there I just said I just said waiting for Maya and like that's that clues you into the fact that I'm still I feel like I'm waiting as a you know and and I'm not always in the present Mm -hmm. and just being just being yeah and so I don't know I just I, I feel like that deserves more us talking about it more because it really is this freaking weird place and you know i'll go back to the work stuff because you know we're we uh work for ourselves we're, we're both entrepreneurs i i, I imagine i don't know I, I think it's probably similar for people who work you know a nine to five or more traditional job but i'll just say for myself like some of the things um that are quote-unquote important or the things that have big deadlines i just am not caring as much about Mm. and i don't know if it's me using the birth as an excuse Mm. or simply i think part of it is is honestly like a lot of my mental energy is 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 here with us right you know it's with the three of us you maya myself it's it's with you and thinking about okay how are we going to maximize this day what do we what do you want to do like it's it's there and it's not thinking about this deadline it's not thinking about this meeting it's not thinking about publishing like i missed publish you know i published my other podcast on tuesdays and i i, I skipped that 
we went out to we went out for an amazing date on Tuesday night. It's normally when I publish. And so I published it on Wednesday and like it's just I just think it's worth talking about like it's a lot of things a lot of things like get I don't know, get uh get reprioritized mm. in this period of time. Like what for you has been reprioritized? Work as well. I kind of set a a goal for myself to have a loose maternity leave, I guess you could say, because, you know, like you just mentioned, we work for ourselves. I have my clients that I work with one-on-one. So uh, personal training clients, I I handed over because I knew I was complete with that experience for now. But, you know, my one-on-one coaching calls, you know, I've kept those up. I've stayed up to date with other meetings we're involved in. You know, we, we get up and we do our schedules and we still running like the household budget and so there's still things to do which I like I want to have things to do you know the Absolutely. midwife said you know if you find yourself bored like pick up knitting or something and I was like mm, get no, a puzzle I'll rather I'd rather just do this stuff yeah so but yeah like you just said like using as an excuse I am weighing a lot more I find it, am I resting right now because I I need to rest and you know sh- or should I rest or should I just kind of suck it up and, you know, I know I can do this, but is that the most necessary thing right now to go into this call when maybe I'm not as as energetically fueled as I could be? Totally. Uh, so it's it's caused some interesting questions within myself of how am I showing up in the decisions that I make and why am I making this decision and who am I making it for? And mm. just a, a balancing act, which we're going to be doing for the next 20 years <laughs> you know it's it, yeah i think it's just a preparation kind of similar to how my sleep has shifted so much over the past couple months like i just will wake up for no reason now or i'll wake up and i'll be ready to get up i think it's that kind of primal thing it's getting me ready probably emotionally and mentally as well you know the way we're going to make decisions and weigh them out you know one of our friends says to us all the time you're going to think to yourself, what was life like before this? Yeah. You know, you're just, your concept of what life was like previous to having a baby is just going to be totally shifted. And so maybe it's just preparing for that, that stage. That's just kind of how I, I look at it. But I agree with you that this time frame warrants more discussion and more sharing and support all of that for, for mom, for dad, partner, whoever. Yeah. I, I I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think you know for you listening, if you're if you are in this time frame right now yourself, I absolutely recommend you talk to someone about it. You know, for me, a uh, close friend in my life, his name's Bill. Um, I've he's been such an amazing outlet for me when I'm experiencing different things that I may not want to share with with Sarah. You know, I, I may not want to share a specific fear at that time. And so I just, I need to talk to somebody about it. And Bill has two kids, so he knows, he knows what I've been through. And or, yeah, he, he, he can relate to what I'm going through. And so I absolutely recommend go find that person that you can share it with. And maybe it's not a person live or over the phone. Maybe it's an online, you know, maybe it's an online community or an email buddy that you can have. But just talking about this time because it is so incredibly unique and it is something that I mean like like we said babe we had no one told us about this time 
You know, and I, and I do realize that it probably doesn't happen for everybody. Right. Because, you know, depending on when you get things ready or when different things happen on your timeline, like, yeah. baby might just come. Yeah, baby might show up and you weren't even processing. Yeah. You're like, oh, I have an egg and a diaper in the house. What am I going to do? You know, yeah, which we like heard, that. which we heard stories of where, you know, the baby came and the, the couple just didn't have anything in the house nothing. ready for baby. No <laughs> diapers, no food, nothing. But... If you are in this space, mm-hmm. if you are like us where everything's kind of complete, you know, and you're just, you're literally just have time now. Talk about it, man. Just talk about it. Get it out. Talk with your partner about it. You know, talk with your spouse. Talk with a friend. It's great to have somebody who's been there, done that. It's amazing to have a parent um, that you could speak to or somebody who is a parent. But if you don't, just Get a friend who could show a little empathy and be like, damn, that's, wow, I've never been there, but that sounds like a really interesting place to be because you're going to experience all sorts of weird feelings. You're going to go up and down throughout the day. Sometimes you're going to be amazingly present and excited about the time that you have and you're going to you're gonna want to spend all this time with your partner. You're going to think about interesting things to do and see and watch and taste. And then at other times, you're just going to feel like you want to, push the baby out yourself like I have felt like I just want to take my hands and squeeze your stomach and push Maya down because I feel so impatient (laughs) and it's such an interesting time so if I could give any sort of advice to 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 you who's experiencing this as well share how you're feeling in whatever way that you need to share how you're feeling and get it out and uh I think that will allow you to just flow with it because mm. there's nothing you can do. At the end of the day, there's not a damn thing you can do. We've been doing pressure points. We we have different massages we could do. We can go eat some eggplant from a local restaurant that apparently puts women into labor. <laughs> it's a real thing. I, I kid you not, we've heard about this place that serves eggplant parmesan and it puts moms into labor over 300 babies that's wild they call them eggplant babies and we could do all of that and still none it may not have an impact right and so it's like okay we're constantly trying to do new things to to usher this process forward but this is a divine process like Mm. maya is going to take exactly as much time as maya wants to take Mm. and it's really interesting to, to have zero control over that. So you just got to trust and surrender. Yeah. And uh, roll with it. And roll with <laughs> it. And, you know, like you said at the top of the episode, we've been sleeping in a hell of a lot. Yeah. You know, we've been taking advantage of that. Just sleeping in. We've been going on a ton of dates. I think we've been on two or three this week already, and we're probably going to do two or three more. Um Partially because you and I love going on dates and that's the thing that we probably won't do for the for a few weeks after Maya comes. But also because we have a date budget and we know that we're gonna we're gonna have some leftover funds during those weeks that Maya's here, so we're gonna go ahead and, and exhaust that budget. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to I wanna give some powerful tips for the for the folks who are in this space. So talk about it, get your feelings out, share with somebody, share with your partner. Take advantage of the time. Go on dates. Sleep in as much as you can. Watch those movies that you wanted to watch. You know, go on walks and and connect. And just 
trust the process mm. trust that things are going to happen the way that they should and do your very best to just surrender it up and enjoy it yes there's nothing like it there's truly nothing like it and if you're a first-time parent like us i mean the next time we have a kid and if that's what we choose to do we're gonna have a kid yeah. to, to, to watch and take care of so i imagine that this this space where we can sleep in and go on dates and walk around in our bare feet like that shit's not gonna happen because we're gonna have a kid <laughs> so there's really nothing like it agreed agreed awesome well You've heard a lot from us on this in-between stage and what it's meant for us and looked like for us. We want to hear from you. Uh, what's one big piece you want to share from your in-between stage, whether it's an insight or a specific experience that you had? Um, very curious to hear since, like Matthew said, we hadn't heard a lot about this beforehand. And I haven't even heard many stories from anyone about yeah. it except this, except this article, which we came across so share it with us. Uh, you can email us. You can email us at diahpodcast at gmail.com, like doing it at home. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at diahpodcast and share with us. That I'm so, so interested and curious. So please don't hold back. Share it all. And um, that's all for us here. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us at Doing It at Home, the Home Birth Podcast. Bye. See ya. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved. Dadages. Hi there. I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.